Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of A Little More Good. Dean and Zach here with you, as always. What's up, guys? Good to have you with us. Um... Fun episode coming up for you today. Yes. Becky Brower, one of my, my favorite people. I mean, I say that every week. <laughs> but I just, there's so many people that I love and admire and draw inspiration from. And Becky's one of those people. Yeah. You know, when we're kind of in a jam or in a funk in her business, you know, every now and then I'll hit Becky up and be like, hey, can we go for a walk and just talk biz? And she always, she's a solutions gal. She's got the ideas. She's a she's a creative creative force, let me tell you. So um, we were we were fortunate to be able to sit down with Becky Brower today, uh, one of the founders from Fresh Prep, um, my favorite, our favorite uh, meal prep service. Um, man, yeah, it's it's funny. Like Fresh Prep is actually one of our our sponsors for the podcast right now. So yeah. uh, you know we talk a lot about Fresh Prep, obviously during. Um, this episode, we get into the origins. We talk about, you know, what makes them different, how they're like kind of solving some of the world's problems through food. Yeah. Um, and they're very like a solution based um, problem solving force. Yeah. Know? Innovation at the forefront and like customer feedback, yes. which is really cool when you're someone who's like, you know, paying for a service. It's nice to know that you're like listened to. Yes. And then that you're uh, not only listened to, but like the things you're saying are actually taken into account and literally change the way the company is doing business. Yeah. Which is super cool to hear. So you'll, yeah. I'm excited about what they, the problems they've already solved, what they've created. And just like, it gets me excited thinking about like how they run their business, what problems they're going to solve in the future and like how they're going to continue to evolve and grow in a business. Like I know it's going to be exciting and dynamic and like, a great product for all of us. Yeah, no, so good. So be sure to check them out. Uh, we'll link everything in the show notes, especially on this one. Um, but freshprep.ca, we'll kind of on we, all the on all the on all the socials, and of course, just on the old website to check out their meals and menus and to yeah. order a few. And we got a juicy promo, don't we? We sure do. A juicy promo code just for you listeners of a little more good. So if you go to Fresh Prep. Select your delicious meals, throw them in your virtual cart, and then at checkout, use the promo code SCJUICE, all caps. It's going to score you three free meals, which is awesome. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, however you want to arrange it. You That's get a good week. Meals. That's a good week. That's a good week. Yes, and you can check out how it all comes, the zero waste option and everything. It's just so so rad. That's like a $40 value, basically, of what you're getting is um, those those meals and... Uh, You'll be hooked. Why not? Give it a go. All right. Well, let's uh, pass the mic on over to the one, the only, Becky Brower. We're here with Becky Brower from Fresh Prep. Hi, everyone. Thanks yeah. for having me. Of course. Welcome <laughs> to the pod. Thank you. Good to have you with us. Thank you. We're, uh, I, I think I consider myself like a super fan of Fresh Prep, so I'm excited to 
be sitting next to Fresh Prep royalty right now. <laughs> like the queen is in the house. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> and might we add, you coined the term Fresh Prepper, so you are an OG, true OG. There we go. True OG. There we go. Well, we want to talk all things Fresh Prep, but let's talk a little, a little bit of Becky before we get into the Fresh Prep. Please, mm-hmm. let's do it. So... Um, you grew up in Burnaby. I did. Yeah. I'm a I'm Burnaby Central Wildcat. Nice. Oh, yeah. we got Wildcats in Richmond too. Like oh. Math Wildcats. It's true. Okay. Yeah. I feel but like there's just new. like a binder of like suitable like school names. I feel like if you Google Central Wildcats, there will be at least 1,000 of those schools in, yeah. in North America. Yeah. Right? Like Central Wildcats is pretty typical. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. Pretty what, straight edge. What, what were you like in high school? <laughs> Oh, goodness. What was I like in high school? I was a little wild, I would say. It was a little wild. I did a lot of dance growing up, so I had like a cool like dance crew that I used to hang out with. It wasn't as impressive as I'm making it it sound right now at all but it sounds um, pretty cool. yeah it was, it was okay you guys would have had a tiktok for sure it, tiktok it, channel nowadays like. for sure we would have been all over tiktok <laughs> but back then you know we barely had cell phones so right? there's not much we could do for content creation <laughs> um yeah that was me in high school and i, I happened to meet my two uh, fresh prep co-founders in high school as well Amazing. no way yes also wildcats also wildcats yes that's the same with myself in the juice truck right and i went to uh, high school together you make the best connections in high school yeah. you really do it's so funny because people always like this like the stereotypical advice like old school business advice like don't go into business with your friends is untrue it's untrue it's untrue it's so and it surprises me always that it's so cliche yeah you know because i'm like I, we we just have not found that to be the case at all yeah like it is not rung true for us I always think like if you're going to spend eight hours a day with someone, why not pick someone that you like? I know. Why not a friend? Right? It's just, I think people have this like fear around you won't be able to be real with your friends or maybe you will avoid conflict or, you know, you'll you'll ruin the friendship. We haven't found that at all. It's like when you work with your friends, your friendship becomes stronger because you have to be so honest and open and upfront Mm -hmm. and collaborative with them you end up like creating i think a much stronger relationship yeah, yeah. it's almost like saying like yeah. marry someone you're not friends yeah with. marry someone you're not friends with makes no sense <laughs> like, what? yeah right we're sharing common goals yes. trying to achieve the same purposes like exactly. have success and all this it's like yeah don't choose someone you like yeah or get along with that's you crazy care about their well-being yeah. you know yeah. like mutual respect mutual and... respect like there's so many things that yeah. make friends good business partners in my opinion well and good businesses yeah. like the the culture of yeah. the leadership filters down into the entire organization Absolutely. and it's so obvious when things are like dysfunctional or robotic or very Absolutely. distant or cold like you can read a culture of a company pretty quickly 100 percent. and if it's like friends who are running it and on on mission and vision together it's mm-hmm. like that permeates the culture of the whole place right i couldn't agree more yeah so Okay, so you guys met in high school. Met in high school. Do you school. remember, like, did you meet in grade eight, grade nine? Did you meet in math class, bio class? Were they, like, part of your dance crew? And they were not part of my dance, dance crew. I really wish they were. Um, I think Drew would be a great part of my dance crew. Hussein, not so much. Um, <laughs> sorry, Hussein. Um, I want to see the... Hussein dance. We probably, <laughs> yeah. I probably have some more dance moves to Hussein. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, unfortunately, a year older than both of them. Okay. Um, so I am... Um, Constantly, I hit all the milestones first. I turned 31st, everything. Yeah. It was very unfortunate for me. Um, but, <laughs> but so. Pioneering, pioneering the way. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I actually also met my husband in high school, and he's also a year younger than me. Um, so that was sort of the connection. Well, no, I wouldn't say that was the connection, but. Um, I started sort of like hanging out with uh, that crew of people, like the 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 year younger than me yeah. uh, group of friends, yeah. um, and that's how I met them initially in high school. And then after high school, when I did start dating my husband, he he sort of like brought them back into my life okay. as well. Yeah, so then we sort of like stayed connected. I think beyond high school, which was key. Okay. Um, because then when the idea for Fresh Prep came up, it was like, okay, we still have this like, you know, established relationship. We kept it going and, and yeah. it took off from there. Okay. I got one yeah. more high school question and then we can move on from high school, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, okay. We're, okay. Okay. We're starting to we move on from high yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What would your childhood Fresh Prep have looked like? My childhood Fresh like Prep? Like if you were like, if there was a Fresh Prep in during your high school days okay, and you came to school with your like, meal prepped 
what would be oh, in your like oh man millennial fresh prep box like would there be gushers fruit roll up <laughs> yeah. would there be like a ham and cheese sandwich a pb and j oh man like okay. a sunny d oh sunny d i can give you my dream answer and then my reality okay, answer okay let's hear it so my dream answer would be like so delicious first yeah. of all do you remember those oh yeah, yeah. the best gummy candy on yeah. the shelves yeah to to this day <laughs> it's very sad that i make them so it would have been like so delicious dunkaroos for yeah. sure oh, the yeah. sprinkle kind with the frosting yes yeah. And then some kind of like really delicious sandwich. In reality, what I ate every single day in high school was soup from the cafeteria that cost $1. And it was absolutely terrible. It was like broth with like a few leaves of spinach in it. And somehow this sustained me throughout my entire five years of high school. I think we had the same soup. I can picture it. Yeah. With like some of those salty crackers it, exactly and you just take five packs of crackers yeah that was like the sustenance, That's the of sustenance. It. honestly yeah. and it came in that styrofoam bowl oh yeah oh, yeah terrible. So premium, I wish, premium yeah. plus yeah premium uh, yeah, plus, plus. so how would you have marketed your high school fresh prep like would it have been posters like would you have advertised at the school dance that you were doing your big performance at well we had a school store that yep. the marketing team ran so wow. the school and i was a part of the the marketing team sorry i'm using like today language the marketing class ran yeah um <laughs> and i was a part of that class and so you had to take a shift there once a week and okay. you had to work in the school store once a week selling candy and chips and pop and everything else it was called The Cellar. It was amazing. Um, so I would have marketed it at The Cellar. I would have, you know, had my posters up at The Cellar. We would have been, like, talking about fresh prep at The Cellar, high school fresh prep. Yeah. Get your gushers and your you so delicious here. Giving the cafeteria yeah. a run for its money. Exactly. I think it could take Competing. off. I think it could take off. I like, 90s so is kind of like... It's cool now. Cool now. Or <clears throat> millennial... <clears throat> Our, our era, the Y2K era. <laughs> from the kinda... late 1900s, yeah. you know, yeah. as people call it. <laughs> oh my God, I saw that. <gasps> oh, you're from the late 1900s. Yeah. Death. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Back in my day. One of my, one of my favorite, one of my favorite authors and podcaster guys, whenever he speaks and it comes up, he's like, yeah, I was, I was born in the 1900s. <laughs> That's right. And people are like, what? But it's, it's true. so good. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. Aging, <laughs> aging our, ourselves. Exactly. Uh, okay. So... You went to high school with your fresh prep team. Yes. You graduate. What do you think the world has is awaiting? What, what what do you feel is next for you at this point? Like, do you imagine fresh prep is where you're going? Mm. Dunkaroos to the meal prep service are like, <laughs> what do you think the, the timeline for Becky Brower looks like at this point? Well, okay, so I graduate high school. Um, I have limited direction in my life at this point, <laughs> yeah. I will be honest. Most um, 18, 19 year olds do. Yeah, and I think it's such a myth that we tell kids that you need to know what you're doing out of high yeah. school. And it can be so damaging yes. because a lot of people and kids out of high school just don't have that direction, yeah. right? They're like, and, they're, and they think there's something wrong with them as a result, yeah. which I fell into that category. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. So I went into the workforce. I started working for uh, a telecom company um, and I spent actually about six years at that at in telecom in customer service out of high school um so i sort of like moved up the corporate ladder as much as i could and i got into like a really fancy uh customer service position at the end of the six years um so there was some movement there but um i knew that wasn't one of where i would like really wanted to spend yeah. the rest of my life you know what i mean i kind of hit a wall um, where I wasn't getting promoted anymore. I wasn't changing anymore. I felt like I wasn't growing or learning anything anymore. Um, and for me, that was really problematic. So um, Facebook is actually a big part of the Fresh Prep story because um, Hussein, one yes. of my co-founders, actually put like the idea for Fresh Prep out in the world on Facebook. And I saw it. So what was the post? So the post was, yeah, absolutely. It was like, hey, friends, like me and Drew, the other co-founder, were were thinking of starting this business. Give it a try sort of deal. And like it was just explaining, you know, what Fresh Prep was. Um, and we, they had this menu and had like seven items on it and all of the photos for all the food was like clearly taken on their iPhones and like it was styled poorly and it just, it looked okay, but like not great. Um, and I saw it and I was like, this is so amazing. Like, this is such a good idea for a business. And, um, at that time there was nothing like it in Vancouver. So Mm -hmm. there was no other big box meal kits in the city at all. Um, it was just kind of becoming a thing in the U S with like blue apron 
And so anyways, I sent Hussein a DM on Facebook. I could totally like look back at the conversation still to this day. And it was like, hey, um, do you guys need help with this? Like, this is a really good idea. I'm like looking for a change. I want to leave my job. I'm not happy. Um, and he sent me a message back almost immediately. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, of course, like quit your job and come join us. Like we'll like we'll hire you. We can start this together. Right. And I was like freaked out. I freaked yeah. right out. <laughs> I threw the phone across the room and then I ghosted him for a month because I was like, that seems way too big a change for me. Like yeah. that's terrifying. Um, but sure enough, like over that month, I, you know, was really evaluating my life. I was talking to my friends and my family and I was like, you know, I have this opportunity. It's really interesting. Um, I think I want to do it. Um, and every single person I talked to was like, that's absolutely insane. Definitely don't do that. Like, do not quit your stable job. That's, do you know how many new businesses fail? Like I just got no, 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 no from pretty much everyone except my husband, which I'll give him credit for that. He was like, you should do it. Yeah. Cause he saw how miserable I was every day. Right. Working my nine to five. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so eventually I did, I quit my job and I, I went and, and started with Hussein and Drew. And what kind of got me there was just, you know, I could be in this exact same position or I could get this exact same job back pretty easily. Like if I try this for a year and I fail horribly and miserably, I can come back and I can do this again tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? So for me, it was sort of like, well, not much to lose, yeah, right? Yeah, like, like safety net. Exactly. It was yeah. young, I didn't have kids, like there's nothing, I don't really have any, have any dependents or anything like that, so yeah. I could do it. And I was like, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be now. No, so If it messes up, what did you lose? What did I lose, right? Yeah. I probably learned something valuable in the process, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's how I looked at Fresh Prep for honestly, probably like the first two years. It's like... I'm learning every day and this is great. Like that's all I needed. Yeah. So. It's like your education. Exactly. Slash you're building a business at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. It was like learn as you go, like build the plane as you fly it kind of deal. Like, you know, so, so, great. so you come on board and do you remember like when you joined and you made that commitment? Mm-hmm. Um, did you have fears or was it just like, let's do this, let's go? I had so many fears. Yeah, I definitely, I had so many fears, but it was really, again, coming back to like the starting things with friends, it was really comforting to know at the end of the day that like I was starting something with two people who really had my back and I had their back and we were all so invested in it together that, you know, when you can rely on a co-founder, it's so much different than if you're starting a business, I feel like on your own, Mm -hmm. right? You just, you have someone to pick up the slack. Not everything falls to you hundred percent of the time. And you can share a little bit of the burden and stress, right, of starting a business. So there were definitely fears, but I think like, yeah, having two other co-founders is crucial to the, the success yeah, of Fresh Prep. For I sure. feel yeah, it'd be hard to like, I can, couldn't imagine having a business without a business partner. I'd just be like a stress case all the time. Exactly. I, I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but I find I'll be like, I'll be stressed about something. And then Ryan, uh, my juice truck business partner will not be stressed. And then Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, well, he's not stressed. I guess it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can kind of look to them for strength, right? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's got opposing skills and talents and and areas where they're stronger and areas where they're weaker. And so like you, if you have a good team, like you'll balance each other out really well, which yeah, we are obviously lucky and you're lucky that you have that as well. So do you remember what like the mission or the goal was for Fresh Prep when you guys first launched yeah. six, six or so years ago? Yeah. Six-ish, six over six, yeah. From Facebook lot. marketing posts, <laughs> hey friends, to like, how do you actually start getting people to like participate? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and what did it look like? Well, we saw what... So I mentioned Blue Apron before. That was the big one in the States. We kind of saw what they were doing and we saw like the model and there was a few like other meal kit services sort of popping up all over the globe. And and we saw some like key issues, I think, with the model as it stood um, when we launched Fresh Prep. And one of the big things was uh, the amount of packaging waste that went into like producing a meal kit. Um, and, you know, having growing up in Vancouver, we're great Vancouverites and great, you know, um, great, great West Coasters. That was always like at the forefront of our minds was sort of like the environmental impact of a meal kit business. Right. So we started by saying, yeah, we want to deliver delicious meals that are convenient um, and easy to prepare and, you know, kind of to your door. Um but we also wanted to innovate at the same time with packaging and make sure that we were doing it in like a really responsible kind of way. 
Um, so we started Fresh Prep and we thought um, we're going to deliver everything in reusable mason jars and we're going to collect all those mason jars back and we're going to wash them every time. And it was a little nuts because <laughs> when you start thinking that each meal kit has about 12 ingredients, 12 to 15 ingredients in it and people are ordering maybe three meals a week. It's a lot of mason jars yeah. uh, and really heavy and not very efficient. Uh, and the uh, greenhouse gas, you may be like offset in plastic and whatever else you're making up for in like delivery, like gas to deliver it because it's so heavy and so bulky and so big. Right. So it definitely wasn't efficient. Um, so we kind of put that idea aside and um, the mason jar idea aside. And we were like, all right, well, we're going to we're going to make sure that our product and our food is going to be protected. We're going to use soft plastics for now. We're going to implement a soft plastic kind of recycling program where we collect back soft plastics from our customers and recycle it on their behalf. Um, and then we'll get to work on um, a reusable container for meal kits, which is what we did. Um, and we launched our zero waste packaging solution in uh, March of this year. So very excited about that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, very excited about that. So um, yeah, it it was about three years in the making. We had to overhaul all of our production process and everything to be able to do it. We had to hire a team of engineers to design the kit itself, which is no small feat. Um, It was a really like interesting challenge to get to work with an engineering team because we had to develop, we had a like a repertoire of recipes and then we actually developed the zero waste kit to fit those recipes so we didn't want to have something that would be like okay let's try to modify the product to fit it in the packaging solution we did it the other way around well, yeah which is smart because yeah, so cool. people exactly. know the recipes that they like and exactly you don't want to change you don't want to compromise that, yeah yeah right like so you want to compromise the product um so that's where we are that's where Very we are today cool. with it cool. but that was the vision from the beginning for sure i love i love the zero waste component because i remember we were talking about this early on like how we were you know, early adapters to the fresh prep lifestyle yes. and how we were like, there was no vegan option at the time. And so we'd order vegetarian, no dairy. And yes. like we were joking about, like sometimes we get an egg and we knock on the neighbor's door neighbor's and like, door and you give them the egg. Like, I remember this you guys story. Want some eggs. So good. <laughs> and you know, we were able to modify it yeah. and it was amazing. And now you've got like the best vegan options of any meal prep service that I've tried. You planted the seed. You really did. We had this conversation and you said, you know, I really think that you guys should go for a plant-based or a vegan option. And it worked. It took off. Like, yeah. So, so we're here today because of the seed you planted. So thank you. you. It was the Very kick cool. I needed. Selfishly just wanting more plant-based things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I love that. Like that was one of our thoughts, like, you know, you solve such a big problem in our household with the meal prep, mm-hmm. making dinner easy, manageable, stress-free. But then we we're like, oh, there's all this waste, and we felt kind of like, 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 less than a hundred percent about the waste. Exactly. And then you guys were having the same thoughts, and then you know we get the newsletter like zero waste, fresh prep. We're like, yes, fresh <laughs> pump. And it's so awesome. Like, I don't know. You probably know. Like, is there anybody else doing this? I feel like you guys are like the first to market. Yeah, not that with, we know of. With zero waste yeah. meal prep. Yeah, not that we know of and not on the same scale. We've seen it attempted for sure. Yeah. From other businesses, but um, definitely not to the level that we're doing it with yeah. like a customized yes. solution, like meal kit packaging solution. And it's a cool, um, tidy kit. Like it's yeah, like. It's pretty slick. Yeah. I like how it turned out. You should have seen the first iteration. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> the engineers came through. Uh, the first iterations, no. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't know about this, you guys. But yeah, they came through in the end for sure. It looks amazing. And it's super fun and easy to use. Like it really feels like you're on a cooking show, right? Yeah. You can oh, just like cool. dump the ingredients in. There's no more like plastic packaging to try to fiddle with and open. Yeah. It's like everything's prepped, portioned, neat, tidy. Just put it on your counter yeah. and dump it in the pot. Like it's amazing. It's Such so good. Experience. It almost makes it easier. It does make it like, easier. Like it takes oh, yeah. the experience Yes. The, and faster. Easier and faster. Yeah. And like the boys, game. our boys like, because uh, they feel like, you know, before you need scissors, which are like kind of dangerous for little kids. Yeah. So. Now they feel like little junior chefs because they're able to like dump little things into the pot or so whatever. Great. It's pretty mm-hmm. cute. I should take a picture sometime. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag Fresh Prep Zero Waste. Uh, yes, right? Fresh Prep Zero Waste. Fresh Prep Junior. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, which is hashtags. another thing too, right? Like I think it's cool because you get kids and stuff involved because so much of the prep is done. Mm-hmm. Lots of times, like, you know, I have young kids too and, and sometimes they're interested in helping in the kitchen yeah. and it's like, okay, like, 
careful with the knives, this and that. But this is like a way in where kids can like help. 100%. Even if it's just like, okay, we need to sort these ingredients. And it gets them involved seeing their food before it is like a meal. 100%. And like, I don't know, there's more attachment to the food when they can help than like when it's on the table. It's not like, oh, what is that? Like they they know, right? They've yeah. seen it. So there's more, maybe it makes them more... Uh, interested to like try it right 100 percent. you know i did one of my good friends is a, a school counselor in the burnaby school district and um we tested this theory so we actually took some fresh prep meals into the school we cooked them with the kids and we had like it must have been a group of about 15 10 to 15 kids um and we were cooking broccoli we were cooking all the veggies you can think of like nice. everything yeah um and those kids clean their plates every time like we went back week after week and like when you get them involved and they have buy-in to the process and they're doing something with their hands oh my gosh it was, there was no arguments about that food at all yeah you know like they were they were so likely to take it and, and eat it and it was awesome. It was really cool to see. So yeah. your theory proves your theory proves out it's for sure. Good, yeah, awesome. and it makes it makes it kid friendly, kid friendly meals, right? Mm-hmm. Which is something if you have young kids or, you know, maybe you look after nieces or nephews or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes the easy thing is just like, oh, I don't know, like a box of like craft dinner, or yeah. we'll just have this again, freezer meals or whatever it is. But you can do something that's just as easy, get them involved in helping, and then eating like a healthy delicious meal that's exactly that's a win on multiple fronts exactly yeah and you mentioned the pre-prep too right and i think that's such a huge factor with um fresh prep as well is that another like going back to our vision there was other meal kits out there that were doing sort of like halfway where they would send you like the whole produce but you're still stuck like chopping the onions mincing the garlic peeling the carrots doing all the prep work and Mm. we were like to us that is a crucial part of this like convenience business that we're in is doing the prep work for you so we actually built that in from the very beginning too we didn't we didn't transition to that we're like we're just gonna we're gonna build that into our cost we're gonna take on that work and like we're gonna do it for our customers because we think it's like a really important part of the experience like not having to dice onions at the end (laughs) of the night right so um yeah there's there's other companies out there that definitely do it now um and have kind of gone that pre-prep route but they charge more for it or you have to pay extra whereas like with fresh prep it's built right in which is a lovely feature that's so cool and the zero waste thing is really really impressive Mm -hmm. because i know in my own life and in you know friends we something you talk about now because it's like coming it's becoming a thing right and now businesses are doing it it almost seems like impossible like how do you do something with zero waste and then sort of see like Things that at once seem like, oh, I'll never be able to. Like maybe like almost no waste is like <laughs> achievable. But doing zero waste on a like from a business perspective exactly. is so cool. And it's like I think it's encouraging to show people maybe in other areas of their lives yeah. they can accomplish like zero waste Absolutely. laundry or whatever it might be, right? And just Absolutely. it's it's accessible, it's achievable. It's accessible so, and it's achievable. And ultimately it's what people want and it's what people were asking for. Yeah. Right? Like like our customer base was like I would 100% use you if there wasn't so much packaging or I would use a meal kit. I would be a meal kit customer if this packaging thing was solved, right? So it wasn't like or we would hear from our customers that used it that was like, yeah, the plastic recycling like that's great, but I really wish it wasn't there to begin with, right? Yeah. So it's 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 out there and it's something people want and like it is now a business problem to solve, yeah. right? Like it is, it is an opportunity um, that doesn't exist in the market right now that you Amazing. Know, companies like Fresh Pub can work to, to solve. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just say kudos to you for like listening because yeah. like feedback, it, taking feedback is one thing. A lot of companies are like, we're really interested in your feedback, but then mm-hmm. it seems like nothing really changes. Right. But to hear it and then pivot based on that is really cool. And I think it's just yeah. like customers see it, appreciate it and, feel like they're part of it exactly. right more than just like ordering from it but like oh i have a say like exactly yeah so that's yeah. really cool yeah we're taking into account for sure what well, one cool thing that we were talking about before we turned these mics on um as we've been fresh preppers for a long time such a pr- i need like a t-shirt like proud fresh prepper or something oh my gosh i'm gonna make one for you <laughs> for sure <laughs> here we go here we go it's happening it's happening zach, but, uh, zach loves the sweat <laughs> i know i was gonna say yeah. dance squad <laughs> Fresh prep, fresh, fresh prep, prep dance squad. Oh my god! Here for, here You're for an the official events. member. Yeah. But dan- dancing aside, yeah. so when we started Fresh Prep, um, like we were kind of is is around when we had our first son, and we were like kind of like a takeout couple, 
Mm-hmm. They did a lot of takeout and dined out a lot. Mm-hmm. So we didn't like cook at home very often. So our like confidence and skills in kitchen management are like, you know, cooking at home were like pretty low. Like I was like kind of a toast guy, cereal. I love toast. You know, smoothies 24-7. <laughs> no surprise there. No surprise, yeah. But I think seeing the transformation from using Fresh Prep for, you know, four years or so now, like, my wife is like an amazing cook now and I think it's like she almost went to like the the culinary school of fresh prep and learned skills and built culinary confidence and learned like what spices or or ingredients work well together so now like when we don't have fresh prep I see her like kind of conquer meals like in with such confidence and you know taking risks that you know she wouldn't have taken before um 100% so it's it's cool to see that, you know, there's like a takeaway beyond the meal kit. It's like building confident people in kitchens. A hundred percent. And one of the interesting things we were talking about as well there was that there is two groups of people, I think, using meal kits. And one is that person who wants to learn and wants to get into the kitchen more and wants to get their hands yeah. hands like hands on more yeah and fresh prep is so great at building that skill and confidence for sure because the recipes are just so simple you have steps you have ingredients they're prepped for you they're laid out they're measured like there's it just takes yeah. off so much of the complication of it but then there's this also this other group of customers that like you know loves to cook um and like spending time in the kitchen that also gets value out of fresh prep by just introducing new ideas into mm. their repertoire mm-hmm. like their existing sort of like rotation of meals um so yeah it's really interesting to see like the two sides and like how different folks might benefit from using a like a meal kit for two different completely sure. different reasons right yeah and the price point just going to give you lots of props because oh, that's what we're here for but the price point is amazing like we've because yeah. you get the recipe when you when you order the the meal kit so like we've taken some of our like fave recipes and being like, oh, let's make that tonight. Like it's almost like you get like a cookbook exactly. at the same time. You keep the recipe cards, right? You keep the recipe I cards. The so we've got this like binder of, you know, fresh, the fresh prep evolving cookbook. But we'll go to the, the grocery store to get the ingredients. And it's like three times the price of fresh prep. I know. It's like, damn, like <laughs> just exactly. order five days of fresh prep instead of three. <laughs> yeah. Save a few dollars. Yeah. It's so true though. And yeah. lots of our customers say the same thing. I think mm-hmm. pricing is a big barrier sometimes when people look at a convenience service. Yeah. But if you actually break it down and you look at how much you're probably spending at the grocery market, or yeah. the grocery market, the grocery store to get <laughs> As much variety, I think, also as Fresh Prep can offer. Yeah. Because um, sure, you can make a big batch of something, but then you're eating it, you yeah. know, seven nights of the week, yeah. right? When you're using a meal kit service and you can get that amount of variety and pay for just yeah. what you're getting. Yeah, you can't go, like, can't purchase, really like, a tablespoon of paprika from exactly. the grocery store or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You can't really get the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people actually say they save money using a, oh, yeah. a meal kit service because there's not all those input impulse buys at the grocery stores too right yeah, 100% for things that you don't need well I would assume it's probably like the intangible like it's hard to it's hard to quantify you know the waste that would go into other things but you like think of okay mm-hmm. you go to the grocery store and you buy you know a pack of tortillas or something and this and this and then you use half of them and then the other half goes in the fridge or freezer or sits on the counter and then doesn't get used and gets tossed mm-hmm. whereas like when it's more made to order based on what you want like you're gonna cook and use what you have and then once it's gone, it's gone. It's not like, oh, okay, we have to store this and maybe we'll make, you know, quesadillas the next day or something. Yeah. But it's way more or, or way likely, way, way more likely to have less waste in general. Not even packaging, but waste food, which Absolutely. we know is it's a, a big huge issue. Huge issue. Yeah. Like when you look at the stats on that alone, using a meal kit is beneficial for the environment, right? Yeah. I mean, like 30, it's, it's staggering. It's something like 30% of food in Canada gets, like it's oh, Canadians yeah. are the worst. They, like, we're the worst. Ooh, yeah. It's really Absolutely bad. Absolutely the worst. Yeah. yeah. So when you use a, a, a fresh prep or use fresh prep, it's, uh, it's helpful in that. Exactly. regard to which is really good cuts back food waste right yeah. so it's like there's reason after reason to kind of when you really look at it and look at the problems you're solving by using a meal kit like and the sustainability aspect of it yeah That's i mean great. you're you're saving on so many fronts because they're just solving all the problems oh hey? my gosh thanks you know yeah. start calling you with my like relationship problems or something like <laughs> my wife's mad at Pile me it on. what we should i you. do we got this you. wasn't in the recipe card yeah <laughs> Uh, so oh I'm really goodness. curious to know, you see uh, 
Druvin Hussein. Yeah. You meet up with them. They've had uh, some stuff out there on Facebook recognizing there's a need mm-hmm. for like these types of meal meal kit services. So who who are is one of them kind of like the the, the mastermind behind the recipes, or did you like find someone who's going to join the team that did that? How does how do you go from hey this is a great business opportunity this is a great idea yeah. that might meet a need to like let's start creating some recipes that we think people want to eat. Well, my biggest flex is that I created probably like the first 200 fresh prep Ooh. recipes all by myself no yes. out of my home kitchen. Did not yes. know that. Yes. Yeah, Look I did. I know. So it was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And at that time we had, so when we started Fresh Prep, we had this like 700 square foot little shop yeah. in like uh, Point Grey. Yeah. Uh, and... I would create recipes in my kitchen. We would prep them in the back. We would sell them for a week. And then everybody that would come back in the store. And we didn't have a website, by the way, at this time. Or we had like a, <laughs> was a just loose on website. No, we had like a very like rough website at a storefront. But our website, like you couldn't, it wasn't an actual subscription service yet. So you could like order like a la carte on our website to pick up at the store sort of deal. Right. Or we would deliver for you. Yeah. So we had a lot of face-to-face interaction with our customers just because of the nature of that, right? So I would sell the meals. They would come back and they would like, I would know them personally and they'd be like, I didn't like this last week or like, you know, I think it could have used more paprika or, you know, something like that. So I just like honed my skills, I think from practicing over and over and over again and creating Mm. recipes. Um, But thankfully today we do not do that. I do not create the recipes anymore. We have a lovely culinary team who's much more talented than I am um, at creating recipes. But um, up until a few weeks ago, my biggest flex was that I still had the number one top rated fresh prep recipe. Ooh, which recipe? Um, it's the pork banh mi. Okay. We've created okay. vegan versions. Okay, Don't cool, worry. Cool. But you can you can try it eventually. <laughs> yes. But it was the number one rated fresh prep recipe and I got knocked off the top spot by one of our new developers. Oh. So I've lost it now. You lost but, it. You gotta get back I held it for years. That's pretty good. I know. I held and would you, so, so pr- prior to that, would you have considered yourself like a chef or someone like, no, no, no. I was like a home cook. I was cooking at home every night. So like I was, res- I was very much like the kitchen master of my household and I was responsible for doing all the cooking. So again, it was something I enjoyed and practiced, but I, I never did it on like a professional, yeah. in a professional kitchen or anything like that. Like everything I learned was on the job, like I said, and that's so just cool. kind of from direct feedback and yeah, and well, testing myself. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, we said about it earlier with the, the hearing from people on zero waste and how that feedback came to change how you were doing things. Mm-hmm. And like, even so from those early days of like too much paprika or not enough, whatever. Exactly. And to be able to take that and, and tweak it, right. Mm-hmm. To like help keep people satisfied and coming back. So I think that's really cool that that's like built in from, from the start, even in the recipes. Exactly. Yeah. Innovate always is one of our company values. I like Um, that. So we keep it alive. Yeah. We keep it alive. We're constantly thinking about it. That's awesome. And you guys are a big team now. We are a big team. Yeah. It's not just the three of you anymore. I don't even know the final count, but yeah, we're, we're a much bigger team in 2021 than we were when we started. That's cool. (laughs) And like you're, I feel like Fresh Prep is like a household name in the Lower Mainland now. Like it's like I'm like totally lacking like a comparable, but it's like, you know, when you go for tissue, you call it Kleenex, you know, like when you talk about like meal prep in Vancouver, it's like, oh, you get like, it's almost like Google, you know, like if you have a meal prep, you're like, oh, you got like, even if it's something else, you got like, you got your, you got Fresh Prep or something like Fresh Prep. It's like. It's I the term, it. you know? I mm-hmm. love it. So I feel like you guys have scaled, like, you're serving a lot of households, a lot of families now. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We just recently launched um, in Alberta. So our first venture out of BC, Amazing. which has been very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you develop a solution like Zero Waste, I mean, realistically, the biggest impact that you can have on the environment is by getting that solution or that sustainable solution out to as many people as you yeah. can, right? So cool. I think it's like, you know, we started in BC. We're this very like homegrown company and love to hear you say that it's a household name. That makes me so happy. Um, but yeah, our goal now is really to to go out and provide Zero Waste meal kits to as many people as we can. Let's go. So like, yeah. are we going across Canada? Are we going across North America? Are we going like... <sighs> global yeah. who knows who knows cool. what the future holds cool. i mean in the next few years yes definitely we'd love to go across canada i think first yeah um but yeah so for those listening that want to that for whatever reason don't have fresh prep yet mm-hmm. they want the they, t-shirt they yeah. want the t-shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> they want the high school meal prep with the gusheroos <laughs> and the dunkaroos or whatever whatever they were. but um so where where do you serve right now 
if they want home delivery, like, are you across BC? Like, so all like major population centers in BC are covered at this yep. point. So Okanagan, we go to the island, we go to Whistler, we go to Squamish, all, all across like uh, Lower Mainland and Vancouver area. Um, and then in Alberta, we're delivering in uh, Calgary, Edmonton, and Red Deer right now. Very cool. That's amazing. Congratulations. So Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. So what's what's next for Fresh Prep? Yeah. Well, like innovate always. When you said that, I was like, oh, so awesome. Can you give us some like what's what's a, a future innovation that you might you might be? Oh boy, what see? can I talk about? Or next? what's like a lofty goal that like you want to like make yourself accountable by? putting it out to the world on a podcast. I want to make it to Toronto. I think yeah. that's a okay. lofty goal. Yeah, yeah. That's a great I want to make it to Toronto, you know? I think that's like yeah. that's definitely next on our roadmap and mm-hmm. we want to get there. Um, but we have to, yeah, we have to do some work first to, to do it. That'd so, be huge. Yeah, I would love to be in as many communities as, in Canada as we possibly can. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, I've got some some Becky questions, maybe some Fresh Prep questions. Okay. We can see where we go from there. Um, on a business side, like what has growing and scaling the business taught you on a personal level? Like if you started this with like the no fear, the no yeah. fear attitude or side note, I saw no fear clothing is making a comeback. <gasps> Talking about the nineties. I'm so yeah. excited for that. Yeah. I there's like the some biggest... collab with some brand. I don't know, but it's like search it on the Google. Okay, I will search it on the Google. I will be the first customer there. That's no for sure. Fear. First in line. No fear. Gear. No fear. There we go. If you don't know what Sophia Gear is, check it You're out. You're not from the late 1900s. If yeah, you know the late 1900s. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no fear gear aside, yeah. you kind of like, you know, launched this business without a fear of failure. And it was kind of like school, your school, grassroots school. So now six years in, you've scaled, you've built, you know, a meal prep empire, if I'm going to call it that. Thank you. Um, what has it, what has the business taught you so far? about yourself, about what you can do, about your limitations, about, you know, what's possible? Well, the first thing that always comes to mind is I'm stronger than I thought I was. I'm smarter than I thought I was. And I'm like way more resilient than I thought I was. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that sums it up nicely, to be honest. Like I've been asked this question a few times and the more I think about it, like the more that sort of like comes to my mind as as being really important because I think we are all so much stronger, smarter and resilient than we think we are. And yeah. it really just takes that like initial push to try something new and to yeah. change things and to make change in your life that's like really important. You'll figure out the rest on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of these problems that we've been talking about today, they're big problems and they took six years for us to solve. You know what I mean? It's change doesn't happen overnight. Um, but it's important that you just make that first step and, yeah. and go for it. I love that. Respond. Respond yeah. to that Facebook post. Respond right? to that Facebook post. You can yeah. throw your phone across the room if you're scared <laughs> at first, but don't listen to the chatter in your ear that's telling yeah. you not to do something because yeah. guess what? No one knows better than you, right? For your life. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe you just answered it, but do you have any advice for people that are, you know, looking to start a business or uh, pivot their side hustle to a full-time hustle? Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think if you're a product focused business, my number one advice is do not take your eyes off your product ever. That is the most important thing. Your product and your, and your experience is what's going to keep people coming back and you should listen to your customer and listen to what's important to them. And I think it's, it's, it's fair to say that sometimes people can't give you good feedback because they might not necessarily know what they want but like make sure you're getting to the root cause of what your customer's problem is and solving that problem and never take your eyes off that I think it's really easy when your business starts to grow to start forgetting a little bit about your customer experience in service of that growth but I would say that that is a misstep and you should always prioritize delivering compelling value to your customers that's so cool because i kind of when i look at you guys you guys are like kind of a solution-based business like you looked at the you know the problems of you know dinner time and your meals and like that can bring stress and anxiety and fear and all sorts of things um and you kind of like took those problems away and then there was you know the problem of waste and you took those problems away i've even uh just like a funny analogy like even one of my buddies like had a you know first date and it's like COVID and like, you know, he's like nervous about like making a meal and he got a fresh prep Stop. meal so mm. that he could Stop. like, 
you know, flex that he knew what he was doing in the kitchen. He didn't, he didn't like own that it was a fresh prep meal because he wanted to like yeah, I know, be present, uh, present that he like, you know, knew how to hold, hold his own in the kitchen. I also but, uh, really want to know what meal he selected. Like, I think like that's important for me to know. So please find out. If okay. okay. <laughs> like, Hopefully what is a... the fresh prep date meal that yeah. we chose? Yeah. That's no. a good play though. Right? <laughs> that's so smart. I mean, I could have used that. I was just making toast and smoothies. Toast and smoothies. <laughs> toast and smoothies. Right. You hit on a really good point. I mean, most of the kitchen management in the household typically falls to one of the partners, right? Like yeah. typically it's not a shared thing in most households. Yeah. And fresh prep solves for that as well. Yeah. Like I can be like, hey, uh, there's a prepped and measured and portioned meal in the fridge with an exact recipe card and photos. Could you please take care of dinner tonight? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no excuse. You'd be like, what kind of wizard are you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's no excuse. Like, you can help me with dinner. You can make dinner a couple of nights a week now. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It's so good. <laughs> a cool thing that you guys do too that I haven't seen from other meal prep companies, you're very connected uh, to the community and mm-hmm. um, you're active in collaborating with other creators. Mm-hmm. So I think that takes, like on a value standpoint, it takes it so much further than just a meal because it's connecting people, it's connecting community it's like elevating and amplifying like other creatives in the city. So I think that's like a cool Thank you. part that you guys have brought to the biz. Thank you. And I also think like, you know, there's there's so many reasons to support local businesses and there's so many reasons that we should be doing more of that, especially during these very, very mm-hmm. difficult and challenging times. But again, one of the the main things that I love about like why we're doing what we're doing and partnering with local businesses is like, I really love their products. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Like I like I want to get their products out to as many of our cl- yeah. customers as we possibly can because they're good things. They bring joy to my life. You know, like we hand pick all of the things that go on our add-ons menu because, yeah, they they bring us joy and we know they're going to add value um, and delight to our customers' day. Right? So I love that. That's yeah, so cool. there's good reasons behind it, but at the end of the day, it's like it's really great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's really great stuff. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Well, I think that you guys truly bring a little more good into the kitchen, into the community. Um, You know, I think you guys walk the talk of wanting to create more good in the world and to be a a solution driver, uh, a force of of possibility. Um, Maybe we can kind of land with, we like to have a few rapid fire questions just for fun. I love lightning rounds. So like throw it at me. I love it. Am I rebranding it? Yeah. (laughs) You may have just. Yeah. Yeah. I love a lightning round. I feel like a lightning lightning round is very like 90s game show in keeping with this kind of like theme of 90s critters. Like now it's time for the lightning round. (laughs) (laughs) We're sitting there eating our gushers watching. Yeah. (laughs) So delicious. Five cent candy. Is five cent candy still five cent candy or has it gone up with inflation? 10 cents now 15 yeah. maybe yeah. Gosh. I know the world we live in I know okay let's do some fun 90s one then we can do some food one then we can do some Becky ones and yeah sounds good. Okay. sounds good sounds um, good okay high school tri- high school slow jam Ooh. <gasps> you see your husband across <gasps> the dance floor God. I mean Casey and Jojo all my life of oh, course yeah, you know. Oh, that's such that. a good song, Isn't though. Isn't it so, so good? good. It's like, so it's good. held the test of time. It, yeah. Right? Yes. I love that song. It's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I just went like on like a mental journey there. I'm like, <laughs> Casey and JoJo, Bone <laughs> Thugs and Harmony, Bone Mariah yeah, Carey. Bone Thugs, yeah. Like, right? wearing like a Tommy, Tommy Hilfiger like sweater vest oh, at the community yes. dance. Yes. Like, Mariah Carey Heartbreaker, also a classic. Yes. Love that song. So many, so many good ones. Okay, so let's stick on the music thing, but 90s. Okay. You know, it's like a Friday night, you got your ripped jeans and flannel on what's your what's your go-to grunge oh definitely nirvana yes. definitely nirvana i gotta say what's, what's my favorite nirvana song oh. i don't even know i can't even pick one just all nirvana all the time yeah yeah, yeah. so good yeah heart shape box maybe oh yeah. yeah side note yeah i just read on pitchfork that mariah carey was in a secret grunge band in the late 90s stop it was called chick Okay. And uh, there are some songs on YouTube, but like she didn't put her name on it, but it came out like in her like book recently. And it is so good. Come I on. bet you it's good. Like she is a rad grunge singer. Of course she is. I mean, it's no Mariah. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Oh, I need to look this up. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know. Show notes. We're Show getting notes. on the Google later. Show notes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Staying on the 90s, we'll just because okay. it's kind of fun. Okay. Uh, TGIF. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sabrina the Teenage Witch for sure. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. You're kind of like a little doppelganger for Sabrina too. Right? Yeah, kind you of. Got, you got her That's back. who I channeled. That's who I channeled yeah. here. So if only I had a black cat. Yes. It's not too late. What was it? Boy Meets World? Boy Meets Boy World. Meets World. Is Boy Meets World. Topanga. Topanga. Everyone knows Topanga. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Winnie Cooper and then a little bit older, you're like, oh, Topanga. Yeah, yeah That's Topanga. the girl for yeah. me. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> now with Netflix, I don't know if TGIF can exist because you kind of like wait for back to back to back to back of all these great shows. <laughs> that was the best. It's more of a binge now. Yeah. 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 Or if you're like going out to a friend's house, you had to pop in the VCR tape yes. to, like, to tape tape record it it's true yeah oh, my gosh. oh the things that the youth of today will never know we'll never know yeah <laughs> were you um like a picky eater back then or, or were you yeah. like always a experimental terrible eater terrible eater terrible eater actually okay i have something to say about this because i don't think i was that picky of an eater i just think sorry mom she was not a very good cook like <laughs> she she, fresh she, yeah fresh she needed prep. fresh prep you know what i mean she and i don't think it was my mom's fault i actually think my dad was the picky eater of the family okay. and so she had to cook a lot of like really like kind of basic stuff to like so yeah. my dad would eat it yeah, so yeah. secretly he was the picky eater and ah, we all yes. had to fall in line so yes yes so maybe there would be no fresh prep if it weren't for those culinary mishaps <laughs> honestly there probably wouldn't because i took an interest in cooking for myself really young because I never wanted to like eat what my family was eating so I and my mom and again I came from this family where it was like you eat what's on your plate you yeah. sit at the table till you finish and I was like okay I'll just make dinner then you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like I would try to make dinner something for the good. family something I wanted right yeah. so yeah maybe there you go you know, okay. everything leads somewhere so we can come back to the 90s because okay. it's it's coming back yep. <laughs> but uh, fast forwarding to today Someone's brand new, somehow, some way they've lived here in Vancouver or wherever they are, but they've never heard of Fresh Prep. Mm -hmm. What's the first, what's your go-to meal? What do you recommend for them to try to like get them hooked? Pork by me, obviously. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, the number one recipe. Yeah, the number one of recipe yeah. of all time. <laughs> um, I really love, we have a really good recipe for these um, like mock sushi bowls, but it uses like oh, yeah, marinated tofu. Yeah, you've had oh, them, right? Yeah. Like the spicy mayo. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I really love that recipe. And then I'm a huge fan as well of, um, it's a newer, it's a newly created recipe. It's like a banh mi. It actually is a vegetarian version of our banh mi. So there's a tofu oh. one, but then there's a cauliflower version as well. Yeah. And the cauliflower one is also really, really good. And that, people really like that it. That pumpkin soup that I had on Monday Ooh. was so good. I haven't even had that one yet. Oh my God. It was, I think it was one of my favorite meals. Really? It was like a 10 out of 10. Oh, if I had that at like some fancy restaurant like the acorn, I'd be like, Damn, acorn. That <laughs> soup was good. Yeah. I'm going to remember that soup forever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Okay. So there's some meals to check out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you're an inspiring person and you've created an inspiring business. What are some businesses and people that inspire you? Oh my gosh. Love. Oh, people always ask me this and I feel like my answers are a little bit lame, but I have good reasons. Um, so one of the food businesses that really inspires me, I mean, next to juice truck, of course, um, one of the food businesses that really inspires me is actually A&W. Cool. I know. I really love A&W. I think they have such good corporate values and I think that they're looking at the like fast food or convenience food industry in a really different way from the other big players. And I really admire that about them. Like they're really leaning into sort of like that, those values um, yeah. and making things different. Mm. And they're doing it again on a larger scale, which I think anybody doing anything on a larger scale is going to be more impactful for change. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I really, I'm really inspired by what they're doing. I, I consistently support Angel. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think like they take like, if you take McDonald's as a baseline, exactly, they're doing, quote unquote a little more good yeah. of every everything everything that yeah. right that base offer would be and like they like even like pioneered like um the plant-based option with the beyond, beyond. Burgers. exactly mm -hmm. and i think yeah. that actually made plant-based eating more accessible because there's a and w's everywhere so exactly. like you know if you're driving somewhere that's not 
doesn't have all like the you know bells you, and whistles bells and whistles right? you can always stop at a and w and know that you can get a vegan burger exactly yeah. which is cool i really admire that about them and well, i think they're they're game changers yeah and i feel like they, they've kind of come back mm-hmm. like they it wasn't the go-to place at least like in my kind of memory of like childhood and like teenage years like mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't go to a and w it'd be like mcdonald's or even burger king or whatever yeah. And now they're like having this resurgence moment. And I think it's because of some of the innovation they're doing. Absolutely. And I mean, let's just love on them a little bit more, whether you agree or not about, you know, eating the the animal products. Like they've mm-hmm. done their best to try and like source um, yes. like grass fed beef. I remember yeah. seeing, a, seeing a commercial for A&W that was really a commercial about how important soil is. Yes. And I was like, this is crazy that they're using their advertising budget to talk about like grass and how soil is important. Exactly. Because I'm like, this is something that people need to know about. So exactly. read with their why, with their values, with their why which and is their cool. values, which is yeah. awesome. And like as a as a customer, that makes me want to go back. Yeah. You know, I'm it's like, I want to spend happens. my money there, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, exactly. They focus on the product. Yeah. So I really one, love. This is the one fast food joint that we like take our kids to. Exact same. It's the only fast food place I probably frequent. I would say yeah. is like A and W because cool. I love them. Um, okay. Who else? What yeah, else? Yeah. What else? What other um, businesses inspire me? Um, I just had a good one in my head and I lost my train of thought. Oh. I really love smart sweets, you guys. Oh, I yeah. really love smart sweets. Yeah, she nailed it. Oh, she nailed it. Yeah. I really like, wow. When you look at like the success of what she did there, like yes. really like identifying a need, yes. right? At killing, nailing the product. The product yeah. is delicious, so yeah. right? Like so nailing the product. Yeah. Um, and then building it, I think, and growing it to like the scale she did and the time she did. That is so inspiring. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and so, and she started making gummy bears out of her kitchen, y'all. <laughs> yeah, like, for, for, her, for her grandma. Yeah, for her grandma. Like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Tara, huge fan. We've never met, but I, I, oh, I've been, I know. I have been. We should get Tara on the podcast. Yeah, like true. I've been admiring her for years because I'm impressed. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. very. I think last time story. we hung out, we were like. We have such like complicated <laughs> business models and we are just like smart having sweet. a laugh at how smart <laughs> smart sweets are, like yes. not only as a product but as a business model. Yes, like, exactly. Damn it, smart sweets. I know. Genius. You're just yeah. killing it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, totally. Very very much admired, Tara. Yeah. That team. What was your uh, go to fast food when you were growing up? It what? was still A and W. Believe it or not, I was yeah. a lifer. My Loyal. dad used to take us to A and W, but like we would never get takeout A and W. It was yeah. like drive through. It was like we went and we sat down yeah. and we had the frosted mugs. Oh, those mugs, yeah. They are so good, and I they know. still have them, right? They, I don't th- are they using them again? Because I, I know for they COVID are. they like weren't. You oh, couldn't get a frosted a mug, um, but maybe. I don't know if like you can again now. Because that's hope like so. that's a thing. That's, that's the whole experience. It's a nice touch, right? Like this is taking that next step. There you go things yeah. that add delight right yeah yeah it was a that was a m and w life those uh those root beer popsicles they gave out to her yes oh my god not popsicles those? uh suckers lollipops lollipops, lollipops. Yeah. and your kids meal yeah, yeah. again <laughs> genius it's very smart i was a dairy yeah. queen guy i was all about the blizzards Ooh, i do love a blizzard a strawberry oreo blizzard was my mm-hmm. my my go-to i went mint oreo and mint then they oreo. took mint away oh and I was, I am shocked by that. Like, yeah. who, t- why? Why would you take away mint yeah. blizzards? It like, sounds like a classic, like, combination. It is. It's delicious. Yeah. I tell you guys. What about you, Dina? What was your yeah. go-to fast food? Go-to fast food? Honestly, as a kid, probably, it probably would have been McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. It was just like, it was, there was one that I could, like, ride my bike to for yeah. my house. And so that was the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. I couldn't tell you the last time I had McDonald's now. Yeah. <laughs> what was your order as a kid? Did oh, you, do you like know what? Two I was, cheeseburger meal? Two cheeseburger meal. I was like, uh, that was pretty classic. And then through high school, it was either like uh, double quarter pounder okay. <laughs> with quarter cheese pounder. Okay. going full on supersized. Yes. yes. Like if I ate that now, I would probably be ruined for days, like having that inside me. <laughs> but that was like the regular or I was also a big filet of fish guy. Oh, I, I always like, thought the filet fish people were strange. I always thought that too. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's no, okay. Sorry to the filet fish crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Uh, my, but tartar like, sauce is good though. So like, good. why do we think that? Like, yeah. I, and the bun. There's something about the filet fish bun that's oh. like 
it's the most unique of the McDonald's buns. Oh. And my filet fish people out there, they know. They're all nodding. They're like, yes, mm. the bun is like what makes it. But I used to get two and like put them together. I was like, I so it. I was a bit of a freak. I love it. One of our first dates with Megan, my wife, like we're, I don't know if it was a date. We were at like a bar club or something. And on the way back, she wanted to stop at McDonald's. And it's like, I was already like on my, my vegan journey and like judgmental at this point. <laughs> I'm like, you want to go to McDonald's? <laughs> Somehow we got married, but she ordered <laughs> she ordered like two flavor fishes, and I was like, so like, like what is happening right now? Any fries on the side, or was it just the two flavor fish? Oh, like fries, like oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. And then somehow okay. it went from like being like, oh my god, what's happened to like, will you marry me? <laughs> I don't know what happened in between, but there was definitely judgment. And then eventually I fell in love or something. Yeah, amazing. Oh, what a great story. Oh, wow. So yeah. funny. But I even remember, I think the filet fish I thought was weird because for whatever reason I could like, I could, the burgers, I was like, that is an animal, which is kind of messed up. But I was like, that is from one animal. The filet fish, I was like, I don't know what kind of fish that is. Oh, because mm. it's just generic like, fish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think All that right. was, I think that was why I, was like that weird. threw you off <laughs> i just would never think to order fish in a burger like when i was that age yeah. it wasn't a thing that i would think of now i'm okay with it i'm like whatever yeah. but like, back in the day no yeah wasn't it go. for me wasn't it for whatever reason okay <laughs> so fast food and 90s aside <laughs> yeah. inspiration um one of our go-to questions is um is there a book or books that you have gifted or recommended the most in your Ooh. adult life? Oh, that's a good question. There has been, there's one book that I like consistently recommend to people and I don't know why it sticks out so much, but Harry Potter. Yeah, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. that's number one. Um, but it's called a curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. such yes. a great book. Isn't it so good? It's such a wonderful book and everybody yeah. I recommend it to is like, thank you so much for mm, recommending yeah. it. It's so awesome. So it's by Mark Haddon, I think is the author's name. Yeah. And it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful read. Um, if you're into something that you yeah. know, will take your mind off the, the present world and you want some good, some good story time, like yeah. I would recommend that book. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that's a little bit more educational that that's I would okay. recommend too, but I'm into the fun reads, to yeah, be yeah. honest. I'm into the fun ones. Any, any like uh, Netflix shows or docs that uh, have oh. lit you up? Oh, boy. Again, I watch TV for entertainment. I'm not going to lie. That's okay. <laughs> what am I watching right now? You like a reality TV? I mean, I just watched Squid Game. Oh, as per the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched that and I like binged it and loved it. And then yes. I was like, "What's wrong with me?" And then I was like, "Well, it's okay because it's the most popular show in the, in the world. world. So whatever's wrong with me is also wrong with everybody else." Exactly. So. Yeah, we yeah. all loved it. So like, you know, it was universally loved. We feel <laughs> yeah. fine about it. Yeah, we're all messed up. Yeah, yeah, we're all messed up. Made was really good too. Okay. If anyone is watching uh, or needs a new Netflix show to watch, Made that was great. I think that was filmed in Vancouver. It was filmed on the island I think yeah yeah on the island so there's like a lot of familiar scenes and everything a lot of familiar places in it but it's a it's a wonderful story and cool. very lovely too yeah yeah very cool mm-hmm. do you know you got any more or should we uh let's land it okay take <laughs> us home all right so we ask everyone on the pod this question okay. to end to end the pod uh obviously we're created I called it a little more good with the intention of doing just that but everyone has a different uh, idea vision of what that might be mm-hmm. so for you, what does a little more good mean? Oh, great one. I really think that we all, like our responsibility, I think being a part of a community and just living life in general is to have a positive impact on those people that are most immediately around us. And I truly believe in like the philosophy that if everyone in the world is just being kind and fair and good to the people around them, that the world cumulatively will just be a better place. So that's what a little more good is to me. It's like you can think big scale and in your business and your daily life and everything else, but what it comes down to is like how you treat those around you and how how you treat those that are immediately in your everyday life. And that's a little more good to me if we can all be a little bit more good to those around us. Yes. Yeah. So good. I love that. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> Well, thank you, Becky. Thank you for making my life easier, tastier, <laughs> no more problem. nutritious. 
<laughs> Making our family dynamic less stressful. Great, no problem. Grateful for, for you and what your team has created and happy you guys connected in high school and you know, you said yes to that call to action on Facebook. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Of course. Yeah, it was great. Looking forward to dinner tonight. Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> All right. Take Thanks care. so much. That was good. Lots of fun. You hungry? You ready yeah. for I'm hungry you know what I'm hungry for? Like a a delicious meal. And also some like sweet '90s I know, playlists. Right? I know we should make a '90s playlist for for our Spotify. Let's if you do don't know, it. we've got a little more good Spotify. We do, some, yeah. Actually, some sweet playlists. I don't think we've talked about our Spotify account. Yeah, check that's it something out a you can. More good. Let's make a '90s playlist. Okay, it's done. Maybe we can make it like a, I know this is like a new to me feature on uh, Spotify. Um, you can make them collaborative so people can add in their favorite songs. Ooh. Maybe we can make like a user-generated 90s playlist. That would be good. Dump in your favorite 90s jams. Yes. I know I'm going Mariah Carey. Ooh, yeah. This guy, this guy, I mean, there's got to be some grunge sav- on there. Some Savage Garden. Dude, I heard Savage Garden. No, Collective Soul, Ooh. who's like very similar to Savage Garden. But I heard a Collective Soul song this morning. I was like, whoa, this is, this is a throwback. There you go. 90s. Big Shiny Tunes 1. You remember Ooh, how good was that? So good. Actually, my favorite was Big Shiny Tunes 2. 2. With Blur. Yes. Song 2. Song 2. And uh, what else was that? was like one of the first songs I learned on guitar. I was like, yes. <laughs> like I can still like. Oh, man. So good. So good. So, yeah, that was a, that was a super fun episode. Becky is just like a light. She's got so much energy and enthusiasm and passion um, as a person. And it obviously just um, reflects back into the brand, right, into Fresh Prep as a business and just loved being able to chat with her and kind of get a glimpse into like what's happening behind the scenes in the kitchen, right. And beyond it is just so great. So, so cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want to follow Becky and her team's journey, I think her Instagram is private. If it's not, we'll throw up in the show notes, but I'm pretty sure it's private. So follow, um, you want to get fresh prep, all the social shout outs. Yeah. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all by finding, searching at freshprep.ca that's their handle and that's also their website so and they're on tiktok too i gotta check out their tiktok i know i wonder if there's any sweet dance moves dance moves (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little kitchen dance party remember like high school like i remember like everyone would like make a circle of the dances and someone would like be doing the worm in the middle oh yeah i could never do the worm no the worm was the worm was i don't know yeah, I didn't. I didn't bend that way. Us <laughs> <laughs> tall guys, the the floor was too far. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. Well, if you enjoy the '90s, if you enjoy good food, if you enjoy, uh, you know, inspiring um, pioneers, you know, walking their 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 values, value driven businesses, you know, I think that uh, that podcast checks a lot of boxes. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If you did, uh, you know. Share it up, send it to a friend, uh, write a review, subscribe, like wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. You know, it makes yes. a difference to how our podcast shows up. And we appreciate every single one of you for listening and tuning in. Sure do. All right. Fresh prep. Peace. <laughs> so good. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.